Welcome to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. I'm your host, Michaela from MichaelaJ.com. I'm a manifestation mindset coach and blogger. If you're ready to dive in deep, get real AF about your beliefs, and manifest the life of your dreams, then you're in the right place. I'm dishing out everything you need to go from broke to bougie, first class to world class. If your hashtag life goals involve luxury, travel, and being the boss of your own life, then get ready to embrace your mindset, magic, and manifestation powers. Let's do this. You guys, (laughs) this is not how I usually start the podcast. I, okay, (laughs) I sat down at my desk to start recording this episode and I open up my podcast host website and they're like oh the Spotify wrapped thing for 2020 is up like uh, for podcasters come look at your results as like the back end you know Spotify shows you like the music you've been listening to and the podcasts you've binged and listened to but there's a back end where they tell us stats for us podcast hosts and I'm like fuck it let's just look at it really quick And it gives me, oh my God, I'm going to get so emotional on this. It gives me like a couple of slides of data and then this screen pops up that I can't stop looking at and my jaw absolutely drops to the floor. Stomach is just flipped upside down and... I, (laughs) this says you were the 102nd most popular education podcast in the United States in 2020. What? You guys, there are so many podcasts out there and I almost made top 100. I was 102nd. I have no words other than like, thank you. Like, thank you guys for listening every week when we hang out. And thank you for sharing on your Instagram stories and sharing with your friends and leaving your reviews and leaving five stars and sending in ideas and things you want to hear about and telling me how the podcast changed your life and helped you manifest things and I just, oh my God, I'm like freaking out. I, when I started this podcast, I was blogging and I was already writing like two or three blog posts a week. And I really just had more to say. You know me, I don't shut the fuck up. (laughs) I just had more to say. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I'm really into this podcast thing. I'm going to start a podcast. And this is when I was living in Lincoln, Nebraska. And I would put in my Apple headphones, the ones with the cord, because throwback. And I would walk around my neighborhood near campus and I would just talk and it would be windy and I would feel awkward. And there was like 10 people listening to the podcast at the time and and that's just how I did it. And when the very first time I signed up with a business coach, she asked me how many people were listening to my podcast. And I confidently said 
30 people a month, like 30 people. And she was like, oh, honey, we got we to gotta raise the bar. But I was so proud of those 30 and like so happy about it that 30 people were listening to my crappy quality podcast at the time through an Apple headphone jack of me just rambling in the wind about what I wanted to talk about. You guys, when I started this podcast, I didn't even have a thousand followers on Instagram and I would ju- I was just starting talking about spirituality and what I would do after uploading the episodes is I had like a list of friends who I knew were interested in positive mindset and I would send every single one of them individually the link to the latest episode. And I felt annoying as fuck. I felt like, does anybody care? But I also didn't care. And I just kept going. And here we are. Here we are. I I don't even know what to say. I am absolutely flabbergasted. A hundred and second. That is crazy. I feel so grateful, like I could literally cry. And this Capricorn doesn't really cry. (laughs) So I'm going to take a minute. I'm going to collect myself and then we're going to start this episode. But I just wanted to come on here and capture how I was feeling right after that. And that I'm so grateful for you guys. I'm going to take a drink of water. I'm going to refocus and we're going to start this episode. But Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I love you so much. (laughs) Okay, now that I had my moment, hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast, the dreamiest podcast in all of the land to learn about manifestation. I'm your host, Michaela J, teaching you how to manifest your next level lux life. So if you are new here, welcome. You just heard me, you know, be a little simp for five minutes, but, (laughs) um, and if you don't know, simp basically means softy in Gen Z language. Um, I'm such a dork. Okay. Anyways, if you're new here, hey, hi, hello. I'm so happy to have you. If you're a returning listener, you know the deal. What's up, girls? So before we dive into this episode, which has been highly requested, highly anticipated, and honestly, just much needed, because I think this is going to completely transform the way you do your inner work once you incorporate shadow work and all the things I'm going to tell you about today. Um, Let's get our housekeeping out of the way. This week's sponsor is something that is very, very near and dear to my heart, and that is the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation Method. This is my signature program. It is a four-month immersive experience into the world of manifestation and reprogramming your mindset, figuring out what your magic is and learning to activate that so it works for you. And so you can just lean back, take the action you feel called to do, and manifestations just fall into your lap. Kind of like how, you know, on the 102nd most listened to education podcast. <laughs> oh my God, that's literally the craziest thing ever. Um, MMM Method is my number one program. It's the very first one I started. It's the program that changed my life. Basically, when I went through my life transformation, I took every single thing that facilitated that life transformation and I put it all in one program. Every single journal prompt, every affirmation technique, trick, habit, 
every single thing I know about manifestation, including quantum manifestation, all the spiritual things I studied, tarot, astrology, oracle cards, um, crystals, chakras, laws of the universe, and it's all in one program with me. We are open for enrollment. We are starting the next live round this month. I'm so excited and you guys can now get signed up. Uh, the enrollment is open and the link's going to be in the show notes. So that'll give you all the details, the price, the payment plans, testimonials for my clients, everything you need to know in the show notes. I am so excited to invite you guys in this round. As for our life update, I feel like there is nothing more exciting in my life than that announcement I just made at the very beginning about being 102nd, but I've just really been vibing on life lately. I've really been loving making um, TikToks. I've just been having a lot of fun recording spiritual stuff and talking about my life and showing some days in my life. So make sure you're following me over on TikTok. I'm just under Michaela J on there as well. Um, but yeah, I feel like the very beginning of this episode was a good enough life update for us, <laughs> don't you think? All right, let's get into it. I know you guys are literally waiting on the edge of your seats for this episode. Holy moly. And last week when it was supposed to go live, uh, my podcasting platform was down. It had like crashed. And then I was going through this huge integration period of my shadow that led me to putting it off until this week. And so I think it's all been in perfect divine timing that I now get to tell you about this because... I've even learned lessons about the integration period, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, that I get to include in this episode now. So let's get into it. Oh, shadow work, baby. Let's start off by talking about what is shadow work, um, which is the whole episode. Shadow work is a form of mindset work, inner work that we do, but on the shadow side of ourselves, on the darker parts of ourselves, on our ego, our lower vibes in our bodies. So we have light work, which is like high vibrational, us thinking about our goals and our dreams and who we want to be. And that's us saying affirmations and scripting. And like I said, goal setting and really aiming ourselves for success. And what do you want the, all these areas of your life to look like? That is light work playing in those high vibrations. However, we have to balance it out by also doing shadow work because those energies still do exist and lie in our bodies up to some extent. So shadow work is dealing with um, our limiting beliefs, our sad thoughts or sad feelings, our childhood trauma, or just low vibrational experiences. That is the shadow side of us. These are the things that we're insecure about that we maybe don't like about ourselves. It's what is brought up when we are triggered and we have to work through that stuff because if it's triggering, if you're insecure about it, it is taking up energy in your subconscious. And honestly, we don't want our energy going anywhere other than directed towards our desires. So that is shadow work and why we do shadow work. I want to tell you about my journey with it and my thoughts on it when I learned what shadow work was versus now, because it's actually very, very different. I've learned about Working with your shadows, oh man, maybe a year ago, I think. 
about a year ago or maybe nine months ago. Actually, I would, yeah, I would say about nine months ago, I very first stumbled upon shadow work and it was recommended to me by a mentor. And what she had recommended is us look at these aspects of ourselves that we didn't like. Like what did we not, literally, what did we not like about ourselves and go through this whole process. And we're going to talk about the journaling and what that actually looks like um, later on in this episode, but stick with me here. So this mentor told me about that and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm all in. Fuck yeah, I will journal about the things I don't like about myself (laughs) any day of the week because I'm the type that I'm like, as soon as I see an excuse, a doubt, a limiting belief, a negative thought come up, I will go to ham on it. I will shift it. I will write about it. I will um, meditate on it. I will do EFT tapping. Like I am, I will never shy away from something that comes up, especially my limiting beliefs. Like you guys know, I'm always in my journal about that stuff. So when she told me, I was like, fuck yeah, like let's get into it. And then I was actually really resistant to doing it. And I didn't do it for like months. But at the beginning, my thought process was, oh, this is just another form of journaling about your limiting beliefs. And that's just kind of how I thought about it at that point in time. So I was like, oh yeah, I could just do this at any point. So if I feel resistant towards it right now, I'll just wait and I'll just do it later. I thought of it as the thing you can jump in at any time. That was, like I said, about nine months ago. Fast forward to now, I've obviously done a ton of shadow work, but the reason why I'm telling you this and how my mindset has shifted is on TikTok recently, because I'm on like the spiritual side of TikTok. There's like so many different algorithms and I'm on like spiritual TikTok. And there's a lot of people on there talking about shadow work and people will be in the questions of these videos asking like, am I prepared for shadow work? How should I know to start it? Like, when will I be ready? And I would always look at those comments so confused and be like, why, why are you like prepping to do inner work? Like you just have to kind of face it and deal with it, you know? And like, there's no right time. Like, what do you, what do you mean? I always, confused me. And I'm like, everybody can just get into it. And then it started to become a conversation with some of my friends who are like getting more more into the spiritual world. And they're like, yeah, like the way you talk about shadow work, it's so brutal. I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. And I was seeing that people are actually hesitant around doing this work. (laughs) And that kind of made me think twice about it. I was like, oh, that's kind of weird because I'm so quick to jump in and just like tear myself to shreds in like, you know, a growth way from a, you know, a very positive growth aspect. And so all of that happened. And I was like, that's interesting. Just taking note of all of these perceptions. Then <laughs> last week happened, like the last two weeks, basically, where I was committing to doing really, really heavy, deep shadow work. That's actually a commitment I made to myself at the beginning of November, but it just felt extra heavy the last two weeks. And I went through this phase where I was almost sad every single day for no reason. I was in a very like meh vibe because I was doing so much shadow work that afterwards I felt kind of empty. And this is because when you're doing your shadow work, Um, My friend T describes it as you're killing off that version of yourself. You're literally like killing those low vibrational thoughts, feelings, energies in your body, and you're replacing it with something higher vibrational, right? That's the whole point. We want to transmit or transmute that low vibe energy into high vibe energy. So when you're killing off these aspects of yourself, 
you're left with an empty space. And what we have to do is fill that space with the truth or light or affirmations and you plug in what you want to believe. However, I was doing this shadow work every single day, super deep. And it was almost like I imagine a construction site where you're just like bulldozing away all of this dirt to get rid of it. And then the whole construction site looks super empty before you start building on it. That's how I was feeling. So I would feel a little bit empty. Uh, and I started to tell my friends about how I was feeling. Like I had one night where I like literally cried in the shower because I was just like feeling empty and I don't know, feeling a little bit sad as I was processing all this stuff out of my body. And it was in those moments <laughs> that I was like, fuck, this shit is real. Like maybe this isn't for the beginner. Maybe this isn't for everybody. Like some people aren't going to be prepared for this. And that's where my perspective changed a little bit. Like shadow work is not for the faint of heart. Shadow work is for somebody who is absolutely ready to quantum fucking leap. And shadow work is for everyone, but if but only for the people who are like fully in all committed on their growth. For me, I just thought of it as something that I just jump into because I'm an all in type of bitch. I just jump into all of it and that's how I do life. And that's why I make so many quantum leaps. I grow so quickly, things change so rapidly because I do that. However, if you are the type of woman or man listening to this and you aren't the all in kind of bitch, you tiptoe around things. Maybe you're kind of wishy washy. You're like, oh yeah, I'll do that. And then you don't, maybe shadow work won't be for you because you're not going to experience the expansive next level fucking results from it. If you're not all in. You have to be all in and you have to be willing to go all in, especially when you're doing the journaling, because it is going to bring up the most uncomfortable shit ever. And you're literally going to want to stop journaling. I cannot tell you the amount of times I will be journaling, doing this work that I'm going to tell you about. And I have to stop for a minute and like lean back in my chair and take a breath because everything in me wants to get up and leave my journal in that moment. You have to be an all in kind of bitch. And if you're not, why aren't you an all in kind of bitch, right? You have to look at that. Why can't you go all in on your, like for yourself? Why can't you go deep with yourself? And you can, you just make excuses and there's other limits in the way of that. If you want explosive results, you gotta do like really, really deep, expansive work that's gonna take your energy to a super high level. So. At the beginning of time, when I learned about shadow work, I thought it was just another form of eradicating your limiting beliefs. And essentially that's what it is, just in a different, a little bit of a deeper way. And my opinion of it now is like, shadow work is going to be the most beneficial for you and gonna create the most results, not only in your life, but like as a person, when you come out from these journaling sessions, if you are all in. Like an all in kind of bitch. If you're scared of it, if you're worried about it, if you're like, I don't know if I should do it, then don't, you know, like you gotta just gear up and jump right in and not think about it. That's how I feel about shadow work now. So that's a little preface, (laughs) not to scare you guys with like the meltdowns I had, but just like the real sides of it, you know? So I believe that If you're wondering like, oh my gosh, well, should I start it then? Like, am I an all-in kind of bitch? 
you should start shadow work when you're ready to be an all-in kind of bitch. If you've been the wishy-washy type in the past, but you're like, fuck that, I'm ending that pattern, I'm ending that cycle in my life, I'm going all-in, then girl, get into it, okay? (laughs) Anybody can start shadow work at any point in time but start it knowing that you're going to go all in. Like not a like, okay, I'm going to do this like once and then it's uncomfortable. So I'm not going to do it again because I didn't like how that felt. Like you're clearing out major shit. And this is what helps rewrite your DNA. This is something that I talk about every once in a while, rewriting your DNA. And I've been getting more questions on it recently, but this is the work that does that or part of it. That's really, really good for you. So There are three things that I want to tell you that I wish I had known starting shadow work just as like a little preface because this is going to help you in setting up your ritual or routine around doing shadow work. And the number one thing I wish I had known is to give yourself some integration periods. And that's what I had to learn last week when I was starting to feel a little bit sad and I was just feeling empty. That's the best way to describe it. It wasn't even particularly sad or upset, but just empty. And that's because I was clearing out so much low vibrational DNA and clearing out all those energies and thoughts that had been in my subconscious for so long. And it's like, you have to give yourself that time for rest and rejuvenation. And what happened for me was for every single day, for about seven days, the same shadow kept coming up. And I'm going to be so open and honest with you guys. Like you guys know, I basically tell you guys everything. You're like my internet best friends. What kept coming up for me was this thought that I wasn't good enough. This is something that was ingrained in me from a very, very young age and that I never, ever felt good enough. I never felt good enough for my friends. I never felt good enough in school, even though I was super involved and got amazing grades. I never felt like a good enough cheerleader or swimmer. I never felt like a good enough girlfriend. I never felt like a good enough anything. And I never felt skinny enough for myself. All these feelings. I know you guys resonate with this in one way or another. And I carried that with me for so much of my life up until last fucking week. And for seven days, that was the same shadow that kept coming up every time I would sit down to write about these journal prompts I'm going to give you guys in this episode. It always came down to not feeling good enough at the core. And so basically for seven days, I cleared that shit. And it was so deep in my subconscious that that is intense clearing. That's a lot of like childhood experiences to be cleared and things that had manifested because I was holding this belief of not being good enough to clear and just years and years and years of this blockage fucking things up for me. And it made me feel empty afterwards because once you disassociate from a fear or um, a limit of yours, that literally takes away part of your personality. So it left me feeling like I had a little gap and then I just kept going at it every day. You need integration periods. That's what this taught me. You need time to rest and rejuvenate because we need equal amount of time that we're working on ourselves in an intense, deep way We need the equal as much time to rejuvenate ourselves, you know, listen to subliminals, plug in affirmations, journal about all the things that we love about ourselves, balancing out that light work. We want to make it equal or else it's going to feel unbalanced and you're going to feel empty and sad. (laughs) Maybe not necessarily, but that was my experience. So what do I mean by an integration period? That would just be 
a point in time, or I guess a period of time where you are letting yourself become this new version of you, right? Like we're stripping back layers in the shadow work. So you're either plugging in new DNA that you want to activate in yourself. Maybe it's a more loving version of you, a more expressive version of you, the version of yourself who feels deserving and worthy, or maybe it's just you peeling back the layers and stepping into your power, relearning who you are. We need time to activate that in ourselves. So what that's going to look like is extra self fucking care, taking bubble baths. If you have a hot tub, I do at my apartment complex, get in the fucking hot tub, get yourself a sparkling juice. Cause I'm sober right now. Do what you need to take care of yourself, but make sure you have these integration periods of intense self care. Okay. That's that's one thing I wish I had known to be weary of. <laughs> and then the second thing is kind of goes along with it, but when to do this work. I am such a morning rituals type of bitch. You guys know that. I'm always doing my journaling in the morning. I post this on TikTok and the day in my life and on Instagram and I'm always journaling in the morning. With shadow work, I was doing it every single morning, but it's really, really deep, sometimes sad work. And so I would leave my journal feeling like, holy shit, I lost 10 pounds energetically. Like it just shed this whole thing. But then I felt a little bit numb and empty. And then I would have to start my day like that. And it actually last week led me to be being super unproductive because I was just a victim to my shadows. Basically, I felt so empty and so like wobbly that I didn't know what to do with myself. I was tired. I was exhausted. I laid in bed a lot. And those were the integration periods that my body was craving, but I was doing it from like a lack energy type of place. So what I learned for myself is doing shadow work at the nighttime is going to be a lot more effective for me because then I can clear shit out. I can listen to a really nice sleep meditation. I can sleep, rejuvenate my body, make sure I have a ton of water before bed, get my full eight hours of rest and be ready for the next day. And that's what's worked really well for me because I didn't want to carry any weird energy of shadow work into my day. I no longer wanted to bring in the potential of like me being super unproductive because I'd done a bunch of clearing work in the morning. So I find for myself, the nighttime is really nice. If this isn't something you're going to be doing daily, you know, a good weekend ritual would be great as well. Um, but I wish I had known that starting off because then I would have, you know, been a lot more productive during the week. <laughs> Okay. And one more thing I want you to know things that I wish I knew. And I know this is a lot of like upfront info and you're probably like, Michaela, just tell me what the fuck to journal on. Hold your horses, sis, because I'm trying to help you. Okay. <laughs> I'm giving you all the info you need to know before starting. This is going to give you such a firm foundation and you're going to thank me later. But this last thing that I wish I'd known earlier, I just recently kind of clicked into place after having a conversation with one of my friends. And th it's that you can just tell your shadows to fuck off. And I want to be very clear on what I mean by this. When you feel something come up like a shadow, you want to work on it. Obviously we're going to, you're going to do your journaling. We have all these journal prompts. I'm going to talk about in like literally three minutes. You want to journal on it. But when it is the same shadow aspect coming up day after day after day, exactly like I told you guys I did last week. So this is literally a lesson I learned this weekend. 
Last week, I was journaling on the not feeling good enough thing for seven fucking days. When it is something like that, where it keeps coming up and it's the same aspect, you can literally tell it to fuck right off. Just be like, I am not entertaining this. Like, I am not available for this aspect of myself. Like, we got rid of that. We rewrote that DNA. We killed off that aspect of ourselves. I'm not available for this. And my friend T brought this up and we were like, we were having a phone call, just like a catch up. And I was like, oh my God, she was mentioning that about how sometimes she just tells her shadow to just like fuck off. Like, I'm not going to deal with you right now. Um, or I'm not going to tolerate this basically. And I was like, wow, that is so true because you've already worked through it. You've already cleared it on a cellular level. Like you've disassociated from it. You killed off that aspect of yourself. The only reason why it comes up is because that's been your personality. Like that's been your habit. That's been a part of who you are for so long that our brain literally has that habit to think that way. So you just have to tell it to like fuck off and literally remove that neural pathway. And how you remove that pathway is by throwing it off and saying no. So that was a really important thing that I just learned is like, you don't have to work on these aspects of yourself over and over and over again. You can do it once clear it and be done with it. And I thought that was a really profound lesson that I'm really glad I can share for you guys because it's going to save you a one, a lot of time and like the amount of journaling you're going to have to do and a lot of energy. Like you can just quickly tell it no and start to change that pattern. So those are the things I wish I had known. Integration periods, doing this work at night, not carrying that, that energy with you through, through the day, especially if you're doing like a really, really deep dive and telling your shadows to just completely fuck off after you've already worked through them and you know that you've cleared that on a cellular level. So shall we get into what this work actually looks like? What does it look like to do this deep, deep, deep shadow work? I'm going to give you guys some journal prompts that will really hit home and that you can journal on over and over and over again because different things are always going to come up. So I need you to have out a piece of paper and a pen or in the notes section of your phone or text this to yourself and let's get it. Okay, so these are some of the journal prompts that you are going to write about when you start your shadow session. What do I not like about myself? Hitting it hard off the right, right off the beginning. What do I not like about myself? Are you obnoxious? Do you not like that? Are you really quiet and shy? You know, you don't like that. You don't like your body type. You don't like your voice. You know, we all have these things that we nitpick about ourselves. What do you not like about yourself? Okay, that's one you can journal on. And these aren't all in one session. These are just like separate things to ask yourself. Second one, what am I insecure about? Are you insecure in your relationship? Are you insecure in your friendships? Like you don't like when your friends hang out with other people. Are you insecure about the way you look? Are you insecure about how well you can do your job? What are you insecure about? Okay, third thing you can journal on. What has triggered me recently? And this is one of my favorites. And this is the one that I probably do daily is what has triggered me because I find like, if I'm going to do what do I not like about myself or what I'm insecure about, it's probably going to be like a ritual on like a full moon. However, you can do this any day of the week. When I do what triggered me recently, I do that daily because we're always getting triggered. Like we're being triggered left and right. And when we look at it, we can like, 
completely dissipate the whole trigger, get to the core of the lesson and be done with it. So what triggered me recently? And if you're like, Michaela, what do you mean triggered? Like what made you upset? What made you insecure? Like, did you not like that your boyfriend followed somebody on Instagram? Did you get triggered because you saw your parent, you know, give your sibling more attention? Like something that makes you upset, basically. That's a trigger. And the last way you can kind of facilitate, or not the last way, but the last time I'm going to talk about the way you can facilitate a shadow work session is speaking directly to your shadow. So this is similar to limiting beliefs, right? When you have a goal and you feel all this resistance, like how comes up or, you know, who am I to do that? Do I deserve that? That is speaking directly to your shadow. So let me repeat these one more time. What do I not like about myself? What am I insecure about? What has triggered me recently? And speaking directly to the shadow based off of how you're feeling. So an example of what that would be is like, let's say I finish a whole day's worth of work. Like, let's say after this, I finish my whole day's worth of work and I go to lay down in bed and I'm like, oh, I think I want to do some journaling. And the first thing that pops up is like, I'm thinking about maybe weight loss, whatever, maybe like my body. I'm like, okay, well, like I'm kind of upset because I like gained a pound or something like this is totally hypothetical, but I would journal on that about, okay, so I'm feeling insecure about gaining a pound when I want to lose maybe five pounds or something. And you start speaking to the shadow. So what that's going to look like is talking to it as if it is another person. So I will literally make this a conversation and I it's between your shadow self and your higher self. So your higher self is observing what the shadow self is saying. It's asking questions, it's looking at all of this. So your higher self is saying, okay, what is it that you not like about yourself? And your shadow self is responding and you're gonna make it a conversation where your higher self is digging deeper by asking questions and you're letting the shadow speak and just speak its truth and get it out of the way. So especially when you're speaking directly to the shadow, you might get in your journal and ask, okay, I'm feeling insecure about gaining a pound. Why is that? Your shadow is going to respond. It's going to be like, oh, well, I feel insecure because I want to lose five more pounds. So then you would come back and you would say, okay, well, if, if I want to lose five more pounds and I gain one pound, like, why am I upset? Is it like, just because I gained one pound means I'm not going to lose the five pounds. And then you just like go back and forth. You're practically interviewing your shadow self. And what we want to do in this is find the core issue, right? So when we're looking at our insecurities, if you're insecure about the way your voice sounds, why is that? Why are you actually insecure about the sound of your voice? Oh, because I'm afraid I'm so I sound annoying. Well, like, okay, well, why do you care if you sound annoying? Well, oh, well, if I'm annoying, I'm probably loud. And like, if I'm loud, I probably take up space. And as a child, you were taught to be quiet and stay small and stay out of the way. That is what we're trying to find. That core, like, ugh, like gets you in the gut, makes you uncomfortable, makes you sad to think about. That is really what we're going for in this work. It is the why behind all of it, because that always just comes back to an assumption you made as a child, an experience you had, a story somebody told you that you have kept in your subconscious for so long. And the more we clear that out, 
the more open space we have to plug in the stories we actually want to be going on in our subconscious, because this is the deep, deep stuff that is literally creating our realities without us being aware of it. And once we become aware of these thought patterns, so like giving this example about being insecure about your voice, and then you're afraid that you're annoying, and then you're afraid when you're annoying, you're loud, and when you're loud, you take up space, and as a child, you were told not to take up space, and that's the why. You're you're like insecure about your voice because as a child, you were always silenced and told to stay small. And now that you don't do that, you're kind of insecure and you wonder if you annoy everybody, right? So after that, what we want to do is transmute this energy into truth. And one of my friends, her name's Angela. She is an incredible, most the most fabulous witch. I'll have to bring her on here sometime. Uh, she calls this usable energy, like our limiting beliefs, our ego-based thoughts, these shadow aspects. We want to identify them, switch them around, and be able to use this energy. And so what that looks like is finding the core nugget, finding that childhood memory, that story, that whatever, and talking yourself through it and be like, okay, well, if this is my experience as a child, like, where did I learn that? What was the vibe? I was taught to stay small and stay out of the way. How did that make me feel? And this ties in inner child work, right? Because then you get to heal like eight-year-old you who is still like pouting in your subconscious because they were really sad about this, that they just wanted to play and be goofy and your family said no and made you feel bad for being creative and playful. So you get to heal the inner child, you get to heal everything. And what you're doing by talking yourself through this, holding that space, is you get to move all that energy into the truth. What's the actual truth? That your voice is just your voice. It's not annoying. It's not, it's not anything. It is just your voice. And that gets to be the truth. The truth is as a child, you were made small and they told you to be quiet because your parents had their own insecurities. They had their own things going on. Like it actually had nothing to do with you. And we internalized it. And as an adult, you have that freedom and that capacity to be whoever you want to be and take up all of that space and express yourself freely and openly and blah, 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 blah. You see how we change the narrative. That's what we are doing in shadow work. We're clearing all the bullshit. We're peeling away all of these layers that have been bandaged, that have been hidden, that have been wrapped up in a million layers and a million stories and a million meltdowns. We're peeling off all the band-aids and we're literally just ripping those parts off of ourselves because we don't want to be associated with that. You don't want to go through your life feeling that way. Perfect example is of this is like when I wasn't feeling good enough, I would have insecurities that would pop up and it would come down to not feeling good enough. I would have triggers coming up and then it would come down to not feeling good enough, right? So I digged and dug into this and for me as a child, like I have a brother and he's a year older than me and he was kind of like the bad kid and I was like the good kid. And so I was always praised for being really involved and being in clubs and getting really good grades and, um, you know, being active and being in sports and doing all these things. I was always good enough because of that. Like I received praise around the things that I did, but it almost never felt enough because my brother still always got more attention because he was the one acting out. And this caused a dynamic in my mind that was like, oh, well, I'm never going to be good enough because I don't take up the most space in the room or I don't take up all the attention. So that means I'm not good enough. Right. So 
what's the truth of that? Well, the truth is that I'm good enough because I am. I'm worthy because I am. I'm deserving because I am. And as a child, nobody told me I wasn't good enough. In my child brain, I am the one who created that story. And so I take responsibility for that. And I also take responsibility in changing that fucking story and deciding to say, fuck this. Like, I know that I come from source, which is light, which is love. And if I am literally pure love and light, I am fully good enough. I am more than enough. Enough isn't even a question. I'm literally a light of love. (laughs) And we get to transmute that. And when we transmute those energies, those low vibe frequencies and the stories, we then become a different version of ourselves. We become lighter. We become more focused. We have more clarity around what we want because we just become more of ourselves. And that is where the usable energy spits out, right? That's where it's like computes this energy for us because we clear all of it. And then we have this next level energy to be a different version of ourselves. And I really experienced that when I told my shadows to fuck off after the seventh day in a row of working on the same shit. And I was like, fuck you, basically, to my shadow. I cleared you out. I know the truth. I know I'm worthy. I'm choosing this story for myself. And then I felt really empowered and inspired and had a super productive fucking day. Not that productivity has anything to do with it, but for me, that was big because I had felt so low energy for like six days prior. So that's what it's going to look like. And I know I just got like really deep and personal, but I think that's just the best way I can explain this to you. And also, so you just understand more about me and where I come from. So these journal prompts are going to be, what do you not like about yourself? What are you insecure about? What has triggered you? And just what are you feeling? What's coming up for you? And really being in touch with your emotions in that way. And like I said, what you're going to do after you identify all that and start writing it out, it's almost like an interview format. You're questioning everything because the point is to find that golden nugget that makes you feel like somebody just punched you in the stomach. (laughs) That thing that you've been hiding away that you didn't want to look at until that comes out, you have to keep freaking digging. And one thing my friend T talks about um, in her shadow work is that she, at the very end, she'll ask like, am I afraid? Like after you clear it out, you find the golden nugget, you work through that, you come back to the truth and you feel empowered in your truth. At the very end, you ask, am I afraid? Or what am I afraid of? You're, You're asking this shadow aspect of yourself. What are you afraid of? And if something comes up, you have to keep going. You have to keep digging. Because once you've fully cleared that out and you've made the decision to kill off that part of yourself, you won't feel afraid of anything. There won't be any of that stagnant energy. But if you haven't fully committed to that and gone all in on this new identity, then you're going to feel a little bit of resistance. And I want to tell you, that several times for months when I would do this, I would think that I got to the core of it. And then I would ask myself, like, what are you afraid of? Or are you afraid? I'd be like, no, I'm not afraid. But then in my stomach, it would be like, "Mm, I'm a little afraid. (laughs) I would have some feeling of resistance in my body. And I would be so frustrated because I would be journaling for like pages and pages and pages. But as a result of that, I became a different fucking human not only because of the shadow work, but also because I was brutally honest with myself about looking at the fact that I still had resistance. Because the fact of it is, a lot of people are will go into doing this work 
and they'll get through the whole process and then they'll feel really good and then they're gonna ask themselves, what are you afraid of? And you're gonna be like, nothing. And you're like, what are you afraid of? Nothing. And then the pit of your stomach is gonna drop. And a lot of people are gonna choose to ignore that because they're gonna be like, oh, I just journaled for 45 minutes, I don't have time. Well, if you're not fully committed, remember, shadow work is for the all in kind of bitch. And if you feel that pit in your stomach, but you choose not to look at it, where are you lying to yourself in other areas of your life? So for a long time, I'm telling you guys, I had to keep going and keep going, keep going. It was such a brutal process, but so transformational, not only in the work, but also how honest I am with myself. That changed a lot too, which was super amazing. Okay. So some deep shit, right? I am super excited to see how you guys go with this. Keep me updated on how it goes, what you experience, the shifts that you have. Um, This is really going to change everything for you. Okay. Be the all in type of bitch. Be her. Decide you're going all in on you. Decide you're going all in on your transformation because that's when you get the best results. Okay. Remember, have your integration periods, plan your self-care, know when the work is going to be best for you. Is it going to be best to do it every night? Is it going to be best for you to do it on a weekend when you can just relax and be in your zone? Figure out what that is for you and remind yourselves that after you do this work and you fully clear it out and you're not afraid and you actually feel like you're full and complete, tell your shadows to fuck off after that. Like you don't need to work through the same thing over and over and over again. Just give them the middle finger afterwards. Okay. And I already gave you guys the journal prompts a million times, but a million and one, here we go. What do I not like about myself? What am I insecure about? What triggered me recently? And then speaking directly to your shadow if anything specific comes up, okay? You know the process, you know what to do. Don't be afraid of it. I know this can be a little bit intimidating. Um, I was telling one of my friends about it. She was like, girl, I don't know if I want to do it. I'm like, do it. It will change your life. It has changed how I feel. It has changed how I perceive myself. It has even changed my vision and idea of what my higher self is, which has been one of the most interesting things I'll tell you guys about really quick. Um, I always thought about myself, like the highest version of myself as this version of me who's like super bubbly and super outgoing because that's definitely how I am. Like if we were to like sit down and have a coffee, like it would be at least two hours. Like I just don't shut the fuck up. Obviously I'll let you talk, but (laughs) I'm really energetic. For a really long time, I thought my highest version of myself was this version of me who's like super loud and excited all the time. And as I've done this shadow work, I've noticed that my highest self has more of this energy of like, of course. And we know that, you know, of fucking course, duh, obviously these are common phrases in the Michaela J world, but I've leaned back into that even more. It's more of like a Kardashian slow speak. I expect the best of the best. My standard of life is like absolutely mind-blowingly amazing and like, duh, obviously. It's a lot more of that rather than the like, oh my gosh, you guys, like high energy, like squirrel. (laughs) And for a long time, I thought it was more of the squirrel version. And as I was doing some of the, a lot of the shadow work, I would notice myself leaning more into like this duh, obvious energy. And I started to feel bad. I was like, oh my gosh, like, should I be like super high energy, bubbly, excited? Am I not high vibe? But the thing is, is like, 
high vibe isn't defined in any one specific way. And what was being revealed to me is that my higher self is just this goddess vibe that's like, fuck yeah, I get what I want. Obviously, like this is the vibe, like Ritz Carlton, somebody is bringing me a drink on a golden platter and like fanning me on the other side. It's like, yes, duh, of course, obviously with immense gratitude. So I was like, that was revealed to me through doing shadow work that I honestly never would have thought of. So it strips back what you think you want. It shows you what you actually want and who you actually need to be. And it's just going to change every aspect of your life. So I'm super excited for you guys to get into this work. As always, keep me updated. If you are listening, one, I love you so fucking much. Thank you for listening every week. Thank you for helping me get to the 102nd podcast spot. That's absolutely mind-blowingly crazy. Um, And help me grow the podcast. If you leave me a little review on iTunes, it means the world to me. Uh, If you take a screenshot, send it to me on Instagram. I will probably send you a voice note and cry of happy tears. (laughs) Um, But I also love when you guys take a screenshot that you're listening and share on your Instagram stories and tag me. That always makes my morning. After I post these, I always get a bunch of tags the next day, like after I upload the podcast. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, I love my job. (laughs) Okay, guys, I love you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Bon chance and see you on the other side. Thanks for diving in and getting your daily dose of personal development with the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. If you loved this episode, leave a rate and review on iTunes. For notes, details, and more information, check out MichaelaJ.com. See you next week.